up, everybody, and welcome back to the Abundant Journey Podcast. Thank you for joining today. As always, I'm your host, Nick James, along with my co-host, Nick Offenkamp. The sun is finally shining here in the Pacific Northwest. Shorts are rocking. Sunglasses are out. Nick, are you feeling some uh, spring and summer coming? Dude, it feels so good. And it's crazy. Uh, we uh, we just released the episode that um, we recorded a few days ago, and you started the episode making a joke about how, even though we live a mile away from each other, how I was going to need to take a boat to, to yes, get to you because I remember of that. how torrential the downpours had been. And so, and I think it was a high of 47 last week, and uh, and today it's a high of 87. So this is the Pacific Northwest. You never right. know what you're going to get, which makes you all the more grateful when you have stunning spring. This is more like summer weather, but it is, uh, I'm feeling great. <laughs> I, I love it. And I couldn't agree more. You know, everybody in the rest of the country gets to laugh at us for seven or eight months of the year because of the gray, never ending drizzle, which you've heard in my voice the last couple of weeks. But we are shifting very quickly to the point where we get to laugh at the rest of the country because we get the mid-70s and 80s with zero humidity. Right. And while they're all melting on the pavement, we're laughing, enjoying the what the best that the Northwest has to offer. Absolutely. And it's green and lush and right. beautiful and there's flowering trees. And so, yeah, <laughs> yeah, take that, Arizona, That's- New Mexico and... <laughs> All you uh, southern Texas. states, yeah, absolutely. But also, listener, if you're from those places, we love you. We That's love right. that you're here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to lose anybody That's here, right. but the Northwest is the best. It's the it's the place to be this time of year. Absolutely. Well, we are uh, we're super excited. We got a great show lined up. We have some great shows coming up. We've been lining up some more amazing guests, but we wanted to take. A pause here today, just with a little bit of a reflection. Uh, you know, it's ironic. I mean, we're knocking on uh, a third of the way. I think we're a little past that through 2023, yeah. which is crazy. It is. Uh, time is flying. We were just talking about our kids go to school together. For those of you who don't know, and it's crazy that they're like three and a half, four weeks away from being done, <laughs> right? Which is insane. Um, but. With 23, it's brought all kinds of craziness. We have bank failures and real estate markets that are doing crazy things, abundant journey. We've got this podcast that we've been going on for a couple months. So we thought it would be fun just to do kind of an update on life, an update on the business, an update on the markets with what we're seeing in our professions. Totally. I love that. Yeah, it's hard to believe uh, how much um, life has happened over the last nearly five months now. And um, amazing with Abundant Journey to think that this is uh, episode number 17. And uh, while in the grand scheme of things, um, 17 episodes might not sound... Like a ton, but um, but it's seventeen more than we had That's in twenty twenty two, and uh, and like you said, with the lineup of guests that we've got planned for the next few months, yep, um, it's really exciting to see where the trajectory is going. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, where do you want to start with the uh, with updates? You want to start by uh, you being in the banking world? I mean, yeah. uh, bank crashes. Do you still have a job? Yeah, that is a great question, and. You know, that's been the latest buzz here early this year with a couple of the bank failures. And, uh, you know, anything that's in the news, people are typically talking about. So let's start there. I agree. Yeah. Um, You know, as most people are aware, there's been some bank failures with 
massive runoffs with banking deposit accounts. Um, and in addition to that, there have been just, a, there's a lot of fear in the economy with the continual talk of recession and the housing market had cooled for quite a while with interest rates. And so everybody's like, well, what's going on with the market? What's going on with my money? Is my money safe? And, uh, so yeah, that's a great starting point. You know, I don't know if you have any questions for me, the banker, or I can just ramble on, you know, my thoughts. No, well, I mean, the sense that I've gotten is uh, that there's been a lot of um, distrust in the banking system. And so um, people questioning whether or not their, their bank has made wise investments with the money yeah. and if it uh, might just be better to pull it out and hide it under rocks in the backyard, if, if that might be a, a better yeah. way to secure their funds. So I don't know. Do you, do you think... Uh, do you still have your money in a in a savings checking account, I, or at least I some do. of it? Or have you have you pulled it as a banker? <laughs> that that might be the the best way to get at how secure you're feeling about the yep. the banking system. The uh, the money is not and not that there's a lot, so I don't have too much to worry about. But the money is not in my barn under the chicken coop or anything like that. It is it is in. Uh, with the banks and you're absolutely right. You know, it's, it's interesting. Some people might not know this, but most banks are what's called FDIC insured, which is federally insured up to $250,000 for your money. And so if that bank fails, the government reimburses you. And that's something that we've seen with, uh, the recent bank failures with a couple of the other banks, um, that, really the concern for a lot of these companies and people um, with some of these banks that have failed is, hey, what about the money that's over 250? Because right. a couple of these banks that failed, they specifically uh, had really high net worth individuals who had most of their money in that situation. And I think the federal government stepped in for the most part and said, hey, we're going to make people whole, which has alleviated some of those fears. Mm-hmm. Make people, the, the depositors whole, they let the banks yeah. fail that, uh, yeah, exactly. that you know, poorly had managed, <laughs> which I think is, uh, is, is good. And, and that, that is one of the big questions. I mean, do you imagine, um, that the FDIC probably will increase that $250,000 limit? Cause they set that yeah. a long, long time ago mm-hmm. when $250,000 is pretty unheard of. And, um, while, uh, uh, you know, I, I know that for most Americans today, $250,000 in insurance is, is going to be enough. But um, you do hear those stories about people that it's like they got 15 bank accounts at different uh, institutions in order to, you know, keep their uh, deposit amount yep. under that 250 so they're fully insured. Yep. So do you foresee any changes? Has it affected any of your clients? Are they uh, making sure that they're staying under the the limit or yeah, no, how that, are you assuring I, people? I think that's a great question. And again, it continues to be on everybody's mind. I'm not sure in regards to raising the limits or anything like that. I mean, the feds, I've heard some of that dialogue as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that's interesting at, at my bank, specifically in a commercial bank, uh, we have a product that is a fully liquid uh, savings account. It's a money market account that is fully insured past that 250. And the way that that works is we are basically in a co-op with other banks. And so at the end of the day, the money that's over that 250 amount gets dispersed to multiple banks. So you're not um, in, uh, 
it's not all just ne- technically with us, even though it, it is, it's kind of a weird concept, but yeah. it's basically a co-op where we're working together with the other banks to fully insure. Yeah. So I don't think every bank has that and I'm not pitching my bank right now, but, <laughs> but I'm simply saying, I, I think you hit on it earlier. A lot of people are wondering, is their bank safe? I think yeah. these kinds of events prompt that questioning and that, Hey, what do you know about your bank? What does your bank balance sheet look like? How healthy is your bank? What products is your money in to make sure it's safe and secure? And so I, I think more than anything, I would just encourage folks to really ask those questions with their bankers and and not get the the easy answers, but really dig in and try to figure out what their uh, their banking situation looks like. Crazy times that we live in. Never thought that we would have to uh, ask those questions yeah. of our bank. And maybe some point we'll do a fuller uh, episode on the banking system, because I think that one of the things that um, the banking crisis of this year has exposed is just the general lack of understanding yes. that most Americans have about how banking works. I yep. think uh, most people assume, all right, I drop my money off at the bank, and then they, they just hold it. They just keep it there, and they give me a little bit of interest. Yes, most just, people think that. <laughs> that's, that's, that is just not the way that, nope. it, uh, <laughs> that it works. Um, even explaining that to my eight-year-old, we set him up with a, a checking account at the local credit union here. And, um, and uh, yeah, it was just, you know, mind boggling to him that the next time he goes to the bank, they won't have the exact same $10 bill that he yeah. left with them. That's know? right. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, it's an interesting concept. And you're right. I'd, I'd love to do another full episode fun. on that. But I think the big takeaway is, hey, ask the, the good questions and, and really figure out if you're in the bank that aligns with your goals and your needs, but also to make sure that that money's going to be in the best place. Yeah. Uh, so, well, let's, let's pivot here. Let's talk you and obviously as a realtor, uh, you know, we've had a crazy year in 23 with rates shooting up and seemingly things getting quiet on your front. Then all of a sudden rates have dropped a little and there seems to be a little bit, a little bit more buzz here in the Northwest. What are you seeing? Absolutely. If you like Six Flags theme parks and roller coasters, <laughs> then uh, you would also really enjoy the, um, the uh, home mortgage industry because that's exactly what it's been like. Um, and it was funny because uh, February timeframe, we finally got into a five handle with the rates dropped down to about 5.9%. And okay. uh, um, builders, especially, I, that's where I work, I represent a, a, a new home builder here in Clark County. Um, so builders were rejoicing. And most builders are being really savvy and offering incentives that help significantly when it comes to buying down people's interest rate, too. So when we hit 5.9 as the national average, um, with our incentives, we were able to buy people down into the um, low 4% range, which was awesome for affordability. And then uh, within two weeks, they jumped from 5.9 up to a little over 7 again. Oh, yeah. And now we're basically just bouncing back and forth between like 6.2 and 6.75. And um, the, uh, the crazy thing is, and this really speaks to human nature, it's just the way that people adjust to the new normal. I mean, when, uh, when rates went from last year, uh, three to 7% in the course of six or seven months, yeah. I mean, people were freaking out and they're, ah, I will never pay a 7% <laughs> interest rate. Um, you know, my, it, it, now it's just funny because it's like <clears throat> people that are going to contract on a home at 6.5%, they're like, well, at least it's not 7.2, yeah. you know, like <laughs> all of a sudden 6.5 doesn't sound too bad compared yep. to, uh, 
uh, what it what it could have been last summer. Um, the uh, the thing though um, is that in the housing market, and this is nationwide, because so many homeowners locked in their interest rate. I think like you, yep. uh, you know, in those high twos, low threes. Oh yeah. Um, there are not very many people wanting to give those rates up and sell their home. Who who would have ever thought, right? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, so the there is historically low housing inventory, mm-hmm. and um, that's one of the really crazy things right now. Is just that if you're looking to buy a home, pretty much your only option is new construction because wow. most people who are listing their home um, are listing it to buy another home, not yeah, listing it to, to rent. And so they're not actually creating more inventory because interest rates, uh, most people refied or bought so low. We're not seeing a whole bunch of foreclosures. So anyway, that's a good thing for me, uh, representing a builder, <laughs> being a new construction, yeah. uh, being the only game in town. <laughs> I, uh, I, I don't mind that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a crazy time in, uh, in the real estate world. It's, um, not a bad time to buy, though, and, and I mean, I mean, every realtor has to say that all the time. Sure. So you know, most people could hear that and think, "Yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> right." R- real estate speak, but um, the I really do think that because rates have stabilized, um, housing prices have also stabilized, and I think that um, it's likely over the next year and a half, two years, you could speak to this just as well. But yeah. I anticipate rates are going to come back down. Yeah. Um, but as they do, that's going to put a lot of upward pressure on house prices again. Mm-hmm. And so um, if you are thinking about buying a home, this would be a, a good time to get out there and look because there's still not a ton of competition. You're not going to have you know the crazy waving of all contingencies and oh, yeah. 45 offers on a home. Um, but those things could come back if yep. rates come down much more. Yep. No, absolutely. And it is, there are still folks looking to buy. We're going to do an episode here in the near future on our Airbnb story. And I I think I mentioned to you, I mean, we just closed that. We had a, uh, we had a full price offer for uh, opening weekend. Congrats. And thank you. And we just closed this last week. And so we, I'm excited to share that story and kind of talk numbers and get get under the hood a little bit with that. Absolutely. But I, that, I think you're right. That's I, one you throw in the wind column, man. That's, that's right. Yeah, I can't that's, wait to absolutely. share that story. Yeah, no, we, mm-hmm. we, we learned a lot of lessons. We made some money. And it was a great experience being in, you know, in that project, seeing it all the way through. So, um, you know, excited about that, you know, and I would say, as you're just kind of putting your finger on the pulse of the market, you and I spend a lot of time just talking about what does wisdom look like and what does sound judgment look like. And I, you know, so many times I think we go back to, there's more than just rates because the difference between a 6.5 and a 7.2 may sound scary. It doesn't make a massive dramatic difference on a monthly payment. So I think all the other pieces of wisdom still ring true of where are you moving location? Mm -hmm. Why do you want to move or do you need to move? What are you looking for? Could you see yourself there for 10, 15 years in the event that, the market does something crazy and you're upside down with it. So yeah. again, all of those principles, I think, continue to ring true. All the questions that you helped me think through two months yep, ago yep. is uh, I was in the process of buying a home. So that's right. Yeah, it's it's uh, very real, very live um, conversations. And 
yeah, it'll be uh, be good. Um, I know we touched on the excitement of being now 17 episodes in, seeing yeah. the growth of Abundant Journey. Um, maybe as part of the update here, we get into what's what's next for yeah. what we're doing in this particular venture. Well, Abundant Journey is something, it's our, our passion project, and of course we love bringing the stories of people uh, who have been successful, and hopefully everybody's loving listening to those episodes. Uh, we mentioned it, we got quite a few more guests lined up this this uh, here in the next couple months. We got some folks out of Minnesota, out of Texas, um, I think we got some, of course, obviously here in the Northwest, we have some guests and super excited about that. So you'll want to tune in a couple other things we're focused on right now is really rolling out a newsletter to continue to build relationship with you, our audience. Uh, and what we want to do is not only, um, really help with the motivational side and present, these episodes with amazing guests and hopefully inspire you. But we also, we want to be transparent of what's under the hood and what we're working on. And we Mm -hmm. want to say, Hey, like this is our struggles. This is what's working. Well, these are lessons that we're learning through this because we are convinced that we're better together and we can go further together. So we feel like a newsletter is a great way to just keep in contact with folks at a, a, maybe a little bit more intimate level of the ins and outs of what we're building. So you obviously can have a, a chance to click on uh, the website, AbundantJourney.net, and there's a place there to subscribe for that. We haven't launched that yet. Um, and then one other thing is I, call me crazy, but we'll be looking to launch a second podcast. Yeah. Tell us about that. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. So that one is going to be similar in nature. It's going to fall under our abundant journey community. Uh, But within that, I've recognized that as a banker, I have a unique opportunity to peel back the curtains of the banking industry and the financial side. And really my emphasis for this podcast, you know, Abundant Journey podcast, we love just sitting down with amazing people and just helping with the motivation and their stories and just getting those out. Well, the the uh, Entrepreneur's Journey podcast, which is what I've called it, similar with Journey, is more geared toward the how and more of the logistics behind running a business and how do your financials work and how do banks evaluate companies and what different industries are there and what are ways to invest and what are ways that, you know, I even go in to detail in terms of understanding balance sheets and financial ratios and understanding the health of your company. And so that's just really more focused on kind of the nuts and bolts and that financial intelligence and that financial literacy that we really want to continue to encourage people to grow in. Totally. And I think it's going to be a wonderful complement to what we're doing here because the Abundant Journey podcast is um, pretty high level stories of just what entrepreneurs have done to achieve the success that they have and what they've done with that success to make the world a better place for lack of other cliche. Um, 
And, uh, and so it's, it's intended to be really um, inspirational and t- to help you, you know, give you the nudge to take whatever risk it is that, that you yeah. need to take in your entrepreneurial endeavors. But your um, Entrepreneur's Journey podcast, like you said, it is going to be much more practical. And so as you listen to Abundant Journey and you're like, yeah, I want to do what Joel Anderson has done, yep. um, then also subscribe to and listen to um, the entrepreneur's journey, because that's going to give you a lot more of the, all right, well, what is the, the practical next step? Yep. Or what do you really need to be thinking about to make it happen? And so uh, I'm super excited uh, about that. Yeah. And, um, and I know that you're planning to make those um, more digestible kind mm-hmm. of uh, shorter episodes and with uh, more frequency yep. than we release these, these larger ones. Yeah. So. Yep. So stay tuned for that. It's it's on its way. I've been working on doing some of those episodes. So super excited about that. Yeah. Well, we're about out of time today. So I figured we could just end the show talking a little bit about either, and I'm going to let you choose. We'll each do it. So either a personal update. We set some BHAG big, hairy, audacious goals at the beginning of the year. I'm I'm going to, I'm going to say it. I mean, you, you want to run an Ironman, you're training for an Ironman. So, so either give us a a pitch or an update on how that's going, or maybe go completely in the opposite direction and say something that is really stuck with you this year from either our guests on Abundant Journey podcast and how really that's influencing you moving forward into the rest of this year. Sounds good. Well, I'll give a fuller update on Ironman at some point, but in a word, is happening. That's it's, right. You know, I like it. progress is happening. I like it. So, so that's good. Um, but uh, I've been so impressed with every one of the guests that we've had on the the episode. Um, one of the things that really stood out, uh, even though I wasn't part of the interview, but in listening back to the conversation with um, Carrie and Bonnie Staples, um, I just love how they could have taken the comfortable, easy road of um, just, hey, we've been in corporate careers for many, many years now. Um, and they just decided, no, we, we feel called to step out and uh, live out these entrepreneurial dreams. We feel like that's going to be the best thing for us, for our family, for our community. And uh, and they did it. You know, they, they left um, their corporate jobs and they've been very successful. And the coolest thing to me is that they've done it together. Yep. And uh, Absolutely. that's just really helped me uh, dream uh, both with my wife and for our family of, all right, what is that? What does it look like for her and I to, to go at it together? Um, we always talk about um, our marriage and our, our parenting and what we're building together within our home. But to think about um, beyond just the walls of our home, what are we building in the world together? That was really inspiring to I love that. Uh, to hear Bonnie and um, Carrie's story. That's so good. No, and I'm similar in in that same just inspiration. I think I, I've shared with you. I think weekly we continue to talk about our episode with Joel, and you know the the main theme and takeaway for that from that episode was continuing to make giving a part of your culture, and that mm-hmm. just stems in every area of life. And he just talked about how if you don't make that a part of your DNA today then it won't be five years down the road, a year down the road, five years, 10 years, 15. Like you have to be intentional. And everything we talk about 
is, or, or so often we talk about when we do things, you just have to do it with intentionality and you have to do it with consistency. Yeah. And that's the only way to move forward. So like you're saying, whether it's your family or your church community or your network of people or friends or your work colleagues, whatever group or environment you're in, you you have to continue to be consistent in what you're pursuing. And I think Joel just hit it right on with, uh, at least for me in thinking of, hey, the best thing to be consistent about is being a person who's a radical giver. Yeah. And um, what a rewarding life and a more fulfilling life than chasing other things. So that is an inspiration for me walking into the, the rest of this year. Absolutely love it. Well, it's been so good um, getting to sit down with all these people. I can't wait to do more and more of that. Um, listener, thank you for uh, coming along on the journey uh, with us. I know it's just a short, brief update right here, um, but we'll be back soon with more excellent content. In the meantime, please do subscribe. It would mean the world to us if you left us a review on whatever your podcast listening platform is. And then like uh, Nick said, go to the website, AbundantJourney.net, plug in your email on that newsletter so that you, uh, you're going to get first edition if you sign up today. Ep or, uh, newsletter number <laughs> one. <laughs> and so you can say you were there at the very beginning going to be awesome. That's right. All right. That's a wrap.